Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you in turn help your kid. This is episode 79, All Together Now. Hello, hello, you guys, I love connecting with you. I have had an opportunity, I'm so excited, I can barely get the words out of my mouth. I've had an opportunity to do two webinars in the past week. One of them was just with food allergy moms, and the other one was with moms who have children who don't have food allergies. And what a community of powerhouse humans we have on this earth. I am so grateful to be uplifted and surrounded by so many mamas who are going through things just like I am. And I'm continually amazed that our brains are so similar no matter what we are going through, whether it is that our kid is suffering with a food allergy or maybe our child is choosing to hang out with friends that are impacting some of his choices. Or maybe we have a child who is suffering from anxiety or depression. The range of things is so wide and I love coming together with you and having an opportunity to connect. So thank you for being here. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with someone. I would love to have an opportunity to get this message of hope and relief out to more people. And if you are here today, it tells me so many things about you. It tells me that you are brave and that you are strong. It tells me that you are doing everything in your power to help your kid live a full life and learn these things for yourself too. It tells me that you can actually acknowledge that this life is a challenge, that there are hard things for you, and that you have this desire, whether it's really small or it's totally burning out of your chest, to have peace and strength and understanding in your life. I am so glad that you are here. Now, I'm going to recap a little bit uh, what we've been talking about the past few weeks about our mind and our body and our heart and how to process after the fact a really difficult experience that we have been through in our life. So recently, just a few days ago, my son actually had an allergic reaction and it is not fun. A lot goes on when your child is going through this reaction. And I know that even if you don't have a child with a food allergy, you have been in a situation where 
something traumatic has happened and here you are the next day or week or month in the wake of all that is going on or went on in your life. I have found, um, and especially this happened to me when my son had this reaction, I was a rock star during the reaction. I really am able to keep my cool in the heat of the moment when that adrenaline is really, really high. I know exactly what medicines to give. I know when to give them. I know when to call the doctor. I know when to head to the hospital. I really feel like I'm kind of a superhuman when that adrenaline is high. And if you're the opposite and you totally shut down, I get it. But I bet if you really dug in, you do also have that fight or flight. And when there is something like your child's life on the line, you are in fight mode. Now, I help my kid. We get all the medicines we need, everything we need. And then... It starts to calm down a little bit. Then when the adrenaline wears off, I tend to crash. I am an emotional wreck. I cry and I have a hard time, typically for about 24 hours, but in the past, it has lasted longer for me. And I used to think that this was totally wrong, that having a breakdown wasn't acceptable, that I should just be grateful and happy that he is okay, that I should appreciate this amazing blessing that has been given to me. But I figured out that telling myself to just be grateful and happy made everything worse. Because the truth was I wasn't happy that we were in this situation in the first place. So forcing myself to be happy just didn't work. It actually spread my breakdown out longer to a week, sometimes a month. Actually, his very first reaction when he was very little, I stayed in this mode of you should just be happy that right now he's safe for a few years. I don't know about you, but I cannot function like that in the worry and the stress and the fear all of the time it was encompassing my brain. That was because I did not take the time to process it. So that is why we are here today. I figured out a way to process it. And the thing that kept coming to me is that I have to share this way with all of my moms. (laughs) with all of you. I have to share this very specific way that I process the day after my child has an allergic reaction. And you can use this whenever you see suitable for you. Whenever something hard or traumatic comes that you're trying to tell your brain, it's okay, I'm totally fine. But your body is still feeling sad and stuck and overwhelmed, do this three-step process. And this process has come to me through years of personal experience, right? But it's also coupled with my knowledge from being a life coach. So the beauty of this work is that when you stay here with me and you do this work for yourself, guess what? You get to teach your kid I 
spent the entire day. No, that's not true. I spent about three hours. It felt like the entire day (laughs) walking through this three-step process for myself. And a few hours later, I then asked my son to come into my bedroom and I took him through this same three-step process. We we're able to have such a great conversation and actually process in our body what the heck had happened to us the day before when he had his reaction. And I know part of you is like, no, no, it's easier to ignore it. Just push it down. I get it. I used to think that too, but it only creates more worry, stress, overwhelm, and fear. I promise. All right. The three steps are your mind, your body, and your heart. I'm going to keep it simple. The first and easiest way to process what happened is to simply identify the thoughts that you are currently having. Now, I love to do this with a total brain dump. So as I'm laying there in my bed, crying all of the tears, kind of shaking incoherently on and off, I grab a pen and a paper and I write at the top of that paper a fact. In this case, the fact was Myers had a reaction yesterday. Then I write and write and write all of the thoughts that come to my brain. And so many come to the brain. I have had pages of thoughts come to me and I don't think about it. I just let them pour out of my brain and into my hand and onto the paper. And some of my thoughts in this instance were like, this is so crappy that we even are in this situation in the first place. Remember, this is the day after that I'm doing this process. I had the thought like he could have died yesterday. I had that thought over and over and over. I had the thought I didn't act fast enough or my husband did this wrong and I did that wrong. I had the thought this isn't fair, right? Or I wasn't paying close enough attention to him. I had the thought I hate peanuts. (laughs) I had that thought a lot. Um, Also, I wish my son could have stayed more calm. That would have helped. Or I need to be more prepared next time, right? My brain was stuck in a loop. It was going around and around and around. And as you are laying there in bed, what I kind of think of is the 4th of July, those Saturn missiles that are going off. And you know how they just fly in a million different directions and they're screeching so loud, you have no idea where they're going to go next. Yes, that is what my brain feels like. Your brain does this too. And you have to dump out those thoughts. You have to dump out those crazy little Saturn missiles, get them out of your brain and onto the paper. And I promise just doing that, there is an ounce of peace right there. Just letting those thoughts breathe on the paper instead of being completely suffocated inside your head. Now, Once I have the thoughts down on the paper, I read over them. And it's interesting because your brain will start to answer the thoughts. So like the thought, I didn't act fast enough. I'm like, that's not really true. I actually did act pretty quickly. Or the thought that I wish Myers would have stayed more calm. Looking back, he 
actually stayed pretty dang calm for the situation, right? So you read through all of your thoughts and I want you to find one thought that is causing the most pain for you in that list. Mine personally was he could have died. Even now, when I think that thought, I I can feel the heaviness of it. I can feel the sadness of that thought. I can feel the overwhelm that that thought brings into my life. Now, this is where we jump to step two. We jump into our body. So this is a really important truth that I didn't know until a few years ago. Every single feeling in your body comes from a thought in your head. Now, if this is new to you, that's okay. I just want you to trust me. Every feeling in your body comes from a thought in your head. I promise. So this thought that was most prominent from me for me from that list, I wrote it down. It was he could have died. Now, this thought is creating the feeling in my body. And for me, it was a feeling of overwhelm. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, your body needs to experience these big feelings in order to get to the other side of them. So you have to process the feeling of sadness in order to feel happy. You have to experience the feeling of defeat in your body before you can get to the feeling of hope. You have to deeply experience anger before forgiveness can come. We have to experience the storm before the calm is allowed to encompass us fully. Now, if I would have had these tools 12 years ago when I lost my first child, I cannot even imagine how different it would have been if I would have had these tools to process the deep grief I know that I could have more effectively accessed the peace and the calm that I desired. And in this case, with my son's allergic reaction, I had to process this overwhelm in order to access the relief I desired. So to process with your body, this is what I do. I lay down. I close my eyes. I take a deep breath in through my nose and out through my mouth. And then I state the feeling. So I say I am feeling overwhelmed. And sometimes I even cry and shake and allow my body to actually accept this feeling. After I've named it, I give it a color and a shape and a speed, whatever feels right to me, but I feel it in my body. It might, it might feel to me anyway, overwhelm feels red and it feels really fast and loud, just like those Saturn missile fireworks that we talked about earlier. It feels very sporadic in my brain and uncontrollable. This is overwhelm. It feels like it goes in circles and it's dizzy. It feels like sweaty palms. It feels like a tingling in the back of my head. It feels like a purple balloon that is about to explode. Yep, this is overwhelm. Over and over and over again, you can say this to you. 
You can name it, give it a color, a shape, and a speed. I promise as you do this, your body is able to release it just a little bit. And sometimes it only takes three minutes for me. Sometimes it takes 30 minutes. Sometimes it's a few days or longer. But whatever it takes for you, that's okay. Don't tell yourself that you shouldn't be feeling it. Take the time to process it in your body. This is one of the most powerful tools that we are given. And the awesome and beautiful thing is you have it with you all the time. You don't have to do anything or be someone special to have this available to you. You have an awesome mind and an amazing body. And now you know how to use both to process whatever happened to you. And the third way is the heart. This one is awesome. This one is where your core beliefs are. And this is one of my very favorite things to talk about because so often we allow our minds to have these surface thoughts that then create a feeling in our body that we let dictate our lives. This results in us floating around, living unconsciously from these surface areas of our life, constantly making decisions from our brains and our bodies. It's simply what we are used to, but instead I'd like to offer that you get into your heart where your core beliefs are. Now I want to keep this really simple. When I'm looking back on what happened, I like my I like to ask myself one question. What did I truly know in the moment? For me, what I truly knew in my heart, in my core, was that we have everything we need to save his life. You might feel deep in your core, he's going to be okay. Or you might feel deep in your core, we needed the paramedics help. Your heart will tell you if you dig into it. If you take a moment to be sure that those surface thoughts aren't ruling all of your feelings in your life. My heart told me over and over while he was in the midst of his reaction, we have everything we need. But on the surface, my brain was offering me thoughts of, he could die. I hate peanuts. I hope I don't do something wrong. Right? But my heart, my core kept reminding me, we have everything we need to save his life. Your heart might even be whispering something to you right now. It might be saying, hey, you too can learn to use your body to process this sadness you're feeling. Or it might be saying, hey, dig into those thoughts you're using in your life. Maybe that's what's causing your constant state of stress. Your heart might be saying you made a good decision listening to this podcast and taking care of yourself today. You were given three ways to process anything that happens in your life, your mind, your body, and your heart. You can use them. 
Real quick, I want to tell you that after I did this for myself, after I spent three hours processing this for my own mind, my own body, and my own heart, I wrote down my thoughts. I chose one, processed it through my body. Then I accessed my core belief in my heart. I did the same thing with my son. I asked him very similar questions. And this is what it looked like for him. I asked him, hey, buddy, what were you thinking yesterday when you were in the middle of your reaction? Now, he's a kid. So at first he said, I don't know. Next, he said, my mind's kind of blank. And do you know what I did? I just sat there. (laughs) I just sat there and waited. And he said, well, I was thinking this is scary. And I was thinking, I don't want to use my EpiPen. And I was thinking, I'm hungry. (laughs) He said, Mom, it was so weird. I was kind of hungry during it. (laughs) Our brains are weird. And that's okay. We're all weird. I'm fine with that. (laughs) He was thinking, I hate peanuts. And another thought he shared with me was, I wish this wasn't happening again. Yes, totally, buddy. Those are thoughts that are going on in your brain. Now, can you pick one of those that kind of stands out to you? One that feels like you thought it more than the other thoughts? This is the time when we're ready to move to his body, right? Immediately, he knew the thought. He said, oh yeah, it was I don't want to use my EpiPen. And I asked him, oh yeah, how does that thought make you feel, right? Because every feeling in our body comes from a thought in our head and we can teach our kids this at a very young age. He said, nervous immediately. And you know what I did? I took a big deep breath to be an example to him in through my nose, out through my mouth. And I asked him to do the same. And then I said, yeah this is nervous. I said, can you say that? Can you say this is nervous? And he repeated after me. Then I said, what's nervous feel like? And he said, oh, it feels like a blender in my tummy. Really, buddy? A blender in your tummy? What color is it? And he said, dark green like spinach and mushrooms and broccoli whoa, yeah, that is nervous. I said, what else was the blender doing? He said, it was kind of like swooshing white bubbles around. Said, oh, were the bubbles moving really fast or were they kind of moving slow? Slow, definitely moving slow. Oh, okay. How did your head feel when you were feeling nervous because you were thinking, I don't want to use my EpiPen. And he replied, my head felt tired and heavy, like almost how heavy our dog is. And I said, yep, this is nervous. Then immediately, I dug into his heart. He said, now we know what your brain was thinking and what your body was feeling. What, what did your heart tell you? 
and he knew right away what his heart was telling him. He said, oh, my heart told me everything was going to be okay. That is so different from what his brain was telling him. And then he immediately said, and guess what, mom? Now my heart's feeling happy. It's kind of like orange and blue. It's kind of in my head and in my feet and it's buzzing. And the orange and blue is almost like confetti. Isn't that awesome? Our kids are amazing. He pulled it back and processed that happy emotion in his body after we had the opportunity to process the nervous emotion. It's so amazing what kids can learn. And he said, my heart felt happy because I was thinking I'm safe with my family and the doctor. So right from there, he took his feeling of happiness in his body, told me exact or told me exactly how it felt and then connected it to his thought. The next thing he did was just jump on me and say, thank you, mom, and give me a big hug. (laughs) You guys, when you look back, you can remember what your mind and body and heart were telling you in the moment. This is how you process. This is how you move forward with peace and relief about whatever your heart tells you is the next step. And for us, I asked my son right then, as he was running out of the room, should we keep going with the program? And he yelled, yes. And so we are. I want you to know that there is so much support for you and that you have exactly what you need to create how you feel in your life. You have exactly what you need to then help your kids access their emotions, and together create this life that you are all striving for. It is totally, totally possible for you. And now you have access to three more tools to help you along the way. Your mind, your body, and your heart. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, Go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winterhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.